Hi, I'm Chaps. And I'm Heather. And this is the B Word Podcast, where we talk about the Bible with a sense of humor and grace. That's right. That's right. Today, we're going to be talking about fasting and what the Bible says about fasting. But before that, I believe Heather had a fun question for us. I do have a question. I'll get it. Wow. Not prepared. We literally talked about it for a really long time. We did. We talked about a lot of questions, though. Okay. If... (laughs) You are on a desert island. Not dessert. Not dessert. Dang it. Um, but speaking of food, and you could only have one food, what would it be? And it can't be, don't say water. Okay. I can't say water. Do I have access to water? You have access to water. You have access to salt. <laughs> um, pizza. Like a pizza shows up every day, magically, and you're like... <laughs> Pizza. Okay, what kind of pizza? Cheese. Just cheese? Yes, just cheese. Forever. Forever. It's so good. I never get tired of it. And I learned this because I used to eat pizzas with a lot of stuff on them with like peppers and onions and meat. And then I had a slice of cheese pizza once and I was like, honestly, like basics are the best. I love cheese pizza. But if you had like an everything pizza, you could just pick off the stuff you didn't want it. But it does take a lot of the cheese with it. It's true, but I think if I have literally nothing else to eat, I think uh, pizzas, cheese pizza is just fine. Hmm. I like it. I can find fish in the sea and grill them and make a topping if I want to. Yeah, you would. I know. <laughs> you would not. You'd be like, ah, oh, it has cheese. Cheese is good. Cheese is good. Yeah. Is that That's your true. answer? No, mine is eggs. Oh. Because you can do so much with them. Just eggs? I mean, eggs. Yeah. What are you going to do with them? I could eat eggs for every single meal and be perfectly content. You can scramble them. You can hard boil them. You can fry them. You can like... That's literally it. You can bake them. <laughs> you have an oven? The sand. You bake, They made bread <laughs> in the desert. You think they had ovens? They put it in the sand. Oh, I never thought about how they made bread. I know. I watched this whole thing on it with the you kids. Would. And I was like, this is amazing. Wow. Like, we got to go make bread in the desert. No, we can just make them in our <laughs> ovens. We don't even make bread in our ovens. I think we should start there. I think we should make them in the desert. It's a whole experience you can go have like in some country in the Jerusalem, desert. I think like they take you out and they like show you how the israelites lived and how they bake bread and you can eat the bread and like the flour that they use like it doesn't get sand in it it's very interesting that is interesting it's how? so cool i don't know god okay it's so cool so Anyways, eggs wow eggs i like, do like eggs i love eggs I, I brought eggs for lunch you brought eggs i brought eggs with me <laughs> <laughs> i like eggs but i think i'd 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 get sick of them pretty quickly I think because I ate them a lot growing up. Me too. You can make like egg sandwiches. But if you had pizza, then you also have bread. And tomato sauce and cheese. And I just have high cholesterol. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I just was going for those high fat, high carb diet. I mean, I kind of like that. I like, I thought pizza, I was like pizza, really? But no, that's a good choice. It's a good one. I was just thinking about my overall nutrition. (laughs) It's good. I like it. All right. Speaking of eating, food, a feeding, food, the food. We're gonna talk about fasting today. What? Let's talk about 
what fasting is not because I used to have this impression that fasting you could fast from anything. I'd be like, oh, I'm fasting from social media. No, that's just abstinence. 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 I know. We always talk about it as it correlates to sex, but you can abstain yes, from abs- Instagram. I was just trying to process the word. It's just not a word in my vocabulary. Got it. Now it is. Probably <laughs> not. Probably not. I usually say I'm just not blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, yeah, fasting is not giving up. Fasting is giving up something other than food. Like that is not what it is. Fasting has to be food related. Food related. It's in my Bible. The definition of fasting. Yeah, isn't that interesting. Is. But there were other things that I'm like, why isn't this in the Bible? Like the in the glossary. But it's, it's all right. So I'm gonna read it. It says deliberate abstinence from some or all foods for a sustained time. That's fasting. That checks out. Yeah. That's good. So it's not eating food for a period of time yes right but with the purpose of spiritual purposes great like spiritual growth spiritual relationships purposes. yeah it's um, good so we're talking about what fasting is not i was about to jump into go ahead so the other thing that fasting is not is a restricted diet oh yeah like intermittent fasting. fasting that is not fasting guys it's fasting but it's not fasting for the purpose <laughs> not a religious fast it, that, right you know what i'm saying like, um, we're talking about a fast that brings you closer to god and to jesus and and for relational purposes with god not for weight loss right it was funny i saw this meme that's like millennials are so cute oh, they uh they think they they don't have breakfast and they decided to call it intermediate fasting intermittent because they kept yeah. sk- skipping it. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, out. I, I do that quite often, but I don't think it's for spiritual purposes. I do right. it out of convenience or other like practice. It has nothing to do with like, I just want to pray in this time. It's right. like, I just, well, um, that, I was doing it earlier at the end of last year and I was in a meeting. I was like, all right, meeting's over. I got to go break my fast. And people were like, oh, you're fasting? I'm like, no, intermittent fasting. Like, I wouldn't announce that I'm going to go, let me go f- break my fast. I've been fasting for, like, that's <laughs> the opposite of what you're called to do when it comes to things like that, which we'll get into in a moment. Right. So it's not a restricted d- diet. Even though in the Bible, people do abstain from eating things. Like, you have heard of Daniel diet. Like, he only eats vegetables and water. John the Baptist restricted his diet to mm. lotus and honey. And there's nothing wrong with that uh, as long as it's for the right motives. But that's not what is defined as fasting. Yeah. Um, The other one, which we kind of touched on, fasting is not a dieting fad. Like if you're fasting to, I don't know, not eat some calories, like that's not the purpose of fasting. Right. That's just spiritual fasting. I don't know. Calorie deficit. I don't know what you want to call it. It's called the yeah. It's a diet. It's a diet. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, it's a diet. It's a diet. Um, I don't know if you had anything else to say about that one. No, no. And also, what it's not. It's not a rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, fasting is a spiritual discipline. Uh, we should not become legalistic or judgmental with ourselves when we're when others or ourselves are trying to figure out this. Yeah. Um, What's really funny is that you just deleted my notes. <gasps> I did. You deleted part. Can you command Z? 
Yeah, there it is. Okay. I'm so sorry. Oh my I, was God. Like, I was like, what happened? I was like, did she not like that part? <laughs> it's fine. You could have just told me. I didn't realize they could do that. Ooh. So it's not. And then change the sentence as she's reading it. No. Oh, that's two can play that game. No, don't do that. So, just to go over again, it fasting must be food. Mm-hmm. It's not a restricted diet. It's right. it's not a dieting fad, and it's not a rule that we should be legalistic about. Right. Um. So we should talk about what is fasting. Let's do that. So I'll start off with classic Dallas Willard. Uh, He said, fasting is feasting on our Lord and doing his will. Um, I like that. Fasting is feasting Mm -hmm. on our Lord. It's like you're you're abstaining from Mm -hmm. foods that you can fully be immersed in in the Lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know you have John Mark Comer's book. His whole book. Guys, have you not read Live No Lies yet? Because we've been talking about it for two years at this point. <laughs> um, there's, he has other books too, but, right, but this, this is one, one of them. Is this so is the newest one. Um, but he he says, John Mark Comer says, not eating food in order to feed on the Holy Spirit. And he also said, a bodily practice where you open up your whole life to the person of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know you have the book open. I don't know if you had a comment. Um, one of the things I loved there, I loved a lot about these like couple pages, but I have a little star by it. It says fasting trains our bodies not to get what they want, at least all the time. So it helps us to like be spiritually disciplined to be like, okay, God's not giving me that right now. Um, I'm going to wait in the same way that we would wait for food when you're fasting. So there's a lot in here and we will go over it, but, um, yeah, there's a lot fasting, is uh, so I think before we talk about like why should we fast mm-hmm. or kind of like what the Bible says about it, I think a very practical way to define on how you fast mm-hmm. um, for anyone who's never fasted or has never heard the term fasting, it would be taking time that you're using to eating, such as a dinner, breakfast, lunch, whatever, the whole day, and spend it praying, mm-hmm. journaling, studying the scriptures. Um, whether you fast in secret or you share it with others for accountability, or if it's you fast, uh, as a community or with a group of people. Mm -hmm. Um, but we see examples of both private and public fasts in the Bible. Right. Um, you could also develop a prayer list. Like a lot of times when you fast, you fast to pray for certain things, um, just to keep track of that and kind of journal through that. Mm. Um, you just kind of mentioned it that we see it a lot in scripture, but it's important to note that like it it's not commanded Christians. It's not a commandment for Christians to fast. Um, it's not, it's not like, it's not required. Right. Um, you see it a lot in the Bible. Um, like in the book of acts, um, it says that in acts 13, two and fourteen twenty three that they believe that, um, you fast before making important decisions and that's to align your heart with, Mm-hmm. God's right, right. Um, and so, like you were saying, take t- that time to pray. <clears throat> Fasting and prayer are often like linked together, and you see that in Luke two thirty seven, um, and five thirty three in Luke. So, I think it's just important to note that like this is not a commandment. You don't have to do this to like be a Christian, but it's super beneficial mm-hmm. to do it. 
and to be disciplined about it. Yeah. So one of the reasons why we should, not mm-hmm. because we have to, is, uh, and I wrote a few things here. It's like to starve the flesh mm-hmm. and feed the spirit. Yeah. Um, John Mark Comer wrote that in his book. Oh, he yeah. did? I think so. Of course he did. Um, in other words, we're being called to be self-controls and fasting most times reveals idols and mm. helps us Good. replace them with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to say what well, he said. That's good. I said that's good. Mm. Do you want me to read First Corinthians? Sure. Yeah, that's just where it talks about how like we're called to master our bodies and urges and desires through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's First Corinthians six, twelve through thirteen. I always turn to Colossians. Close. So close. So close. <laughs> and so far, twelve through thirteen. Six, twelve. Through 13. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and. Is it highlighted? No, it's oh. not. But I definitely have a lot of notes on it. Wow. Um, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and another. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but the Lord and the Lord. And the Lord for the body. And the Lord. <laughs> the Lord. There's <laughs> a lot of lords. The, the same way that food is meant for the stomach, the Lord is meant for our body, essentially is what it's saying. But yeah. not all things are lawful. Like you don't, it's Yeah, not and what's all... surprising about fasting, so when we were in Turkey, mm-hmm. we didn't fast all the days, but we would some days because we went during Ramadan which is when they are not allowed to eat anything, just drink water until the sunsets where they together as a whole community, which is pretty wild. Yeah. Like a whole, the whole country breaks fast. Mm -hmm. Most of the country breaks fast around like seven or 8 PM when the sun sets. And it's not just like, all right, we can eat now. It's like a huge party. It's like a feast. It's a feast. Yeah. Um, But they do that. Um, But it was, we did that a few days and it's, really cool to see how God sustains you throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Like, because we're so materialistic, like we're used to eating our breakfast, lunch and dinner and eating when we're hungry and just getting it done. Like, mm. but that discipline to shift that towards prayer and aligning your heart with God's will is just like nothing else. Yeah. And you're talking about eating, breaking fast, like seven, eight o'clock at night. It's yeah. not like when it gets dark here in New England in the winter at like two o'clock. <laughs> we could fast three o'clock. I fast every day accidentally. Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, yeah. But they like we would wake up, and some days we would eat. But it was really awkward to go eat in these restaurants mm. because they'd be like, "Sorry if it doesn't taste very good. We can't taste it." Wow. <laughs> it's like okay, so one or two of the days we were there, like our job was to prayer walk this like tiny mm-hmm. city and. Like, we just didn't eat. But at the end, like, it was so much sweeter. Like, our prayer times was great. Our worship times were great. Yeah. And then we would get to go break fast with, like, all these Muslims that, like, we ended up sharing Jesus with at the end. But it was really cool so because cool. everyone was so... That's one thing that was really interesting about how this practice for them really unites them all as a big community. Mm-hmm. And I've, I haven't seen anything like it. Like, everyone was celebrating. And they were up to, like, 1 and 2 a.m. just, like eating eating and having a great old party and i was like yeah that's awesome yeah do you see that 
Well, that was something that like John Mark Comer wrote about in his book that like this used to be a normal practice for mm-hmm. Christians. It's not as much anymore. Um, but you see it in when we went to Italy, the way that they the Catholics, at least in Italy, were mm-hmm. eating and they have like this bread that there's like an egg in the middle of it. So when they of course break he loved bread, it. Right. <laughs> I was like, yes, this egg. is great. Like they bake it in there into mm-hmm. the middle of the bread. Oh, that sounds good. It's, it, it's very interesting. So that when they go to break it, when they go to break their fast, they getting protein in their bread. Right. But I was just like, oh, I didn't even think like, and that's around Lent. New winter activity. What, uh, putting an egg inside bread. 100%. Sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Perfect. But like, that's something that like, I always associate fasting and abstinence with Lent, but it's something that like, right. Is a common practice in the Bible, not just. Yeah. And I think Lent. it, and this is like a whole different other topic, but I think it's really hard for people. Like, if, I think we've talked about this before, just to sit and have a meal. Mm-hmm. Like, when was the last time that you sat and had a meal that lasted more than 45 minutes? Like, it's really hard. Like Christmas. Okay. Because it, because it's a big celebration and right. a big meal. But this and it is, was like all day and cooking this is it. Really, and right. Like, but this is like a culture thing. Like, right. we, and we talked about, so we live in such a fast paced right time where it's like you eat just because you need to get food and you move on like it's no longer an enjoyment um that's why i eat so fast i eat fast you eat very fast (laughs) but that's a whole fight or flight thing um (laughs) like from my children at the table yeah everybody quick (laughs) but and you know i've heard people be like well we can't sit down have like a longer meal because of children and i'm like so you let them scream around and it sucks but like I think the practice of, we used to as growing up, like yeah. we were not, we were not, we we you sat sit there at till table. Everybody yes. was done. Same and then even we had to, to this wait. day. Like when I went home, like I was the fastest eater. I know. I'm sorry. Shocker. It's <laughs> my fault. Okay. And I would sit there and just wait for everybody to be done. Like that's just the thing you do, and yeah. that's what we did as kids too. And then we all helped clear the table. But I think we're really missing out on something by not sitting and just. Again, I think this is a cultural thing and enjoying, Mm -hmm. which again, going back to Emily in Paris, you guys didn't hear any of this, (laughs) but I think that's one of the reasons people love that show is because they, you know, not to use this overuse this word, but they romanticize the, like, let's just get together and let's just eat. Like, that's just what they mostly do. It goes back to community. Mm -hmm. But fasting, to bring it back to fasting, like, Mm -hmm. you have the opportunity to make it to where it's like you spent the whole day with the Lord and then you all get to rejoice together on yeah. like whatever he revealed or didn't reveal. Like, yeah, it's a, it's like, what is it? Half the battle is like showing up. Half the battle is showing up. I haven't it, heard that. Like that's the hardest part about fasting is like being like, I'm going to fast. I kind of want to do it for Lent. What? Like do so in the Catholic religion growing up every I know what Lent is. There's no right, no, but every about. Wednesday mm-hmm. and every Friday you're supposed to fast or abstain from meat, right? Which is why we would have like fish. I know it'd be a, Friday. I right? knew that's when Lent started because they would start giving it, fish, fish at school. school. <laughs> <laughs> it was gross, guys. Fish sticks. Um, no, get me wrong. But, I love fish sticks, just not those. Right. But just thinking ahead, it makes me kind of like, well, let's see what like. That might be, that might be a really cool, it doesn't have to be on a Wednesday, but a really cool Sabbath practice for Lent. It's like Hmm. you fast and then you 
break bread at night. Yeah. You celebrate. You know, party. That would be fun. That would be fun. All right, you heard it here first. This is what we're doing. All right. Um, Next thing. Do you yeah. have anything? Sorry. That you were going to say. Um, I just Fasting is practice of is practicing suffering. Yeah, I thought that fun. was interesting. It's teaching our bodies to suffer. Suffering is unavoidable in life, and joy is not. In fasting, we learn how to suffer with joy. Mm, that's good. That's John Mark Comer. He's good. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> or if you read the book. Or if you read the book, you heard it there <laughs> first, and now you're rehearing it. But yeah, that's true. It's. I think it's... Um, and I think someone wrote a long post about this a few days ago, and they talk about how, like... For a really long time, they try to separate joy and mourning and, like, grief and pain. Mm-hmm. But then they realize that, like, they can't coexist together. They live in the same place mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Which is a really, like, weird concept. Um, right. But that's one of the ones I had here. Like, we fast to mourn. Mm. When we lose something or someone, um, we need to lament. And fasting is a form of mourning with God, which moves us, which, which allows God to move with us in our sorrow. Yeah. Like it's a good reminder of that. It's interesting because when the Jewish culture, when they mourn like a funeral, it's all about food. Like they bring in food for Mm -hmm. days and days and days and they just feast. And then when that's done, when they've celebrated the life, then they fast. That's interesting. Isn't it? It's like we celebrate, celebrate, celebrate to then mourn. That makes sense. At least from what I understand of the Jewish culture. If I got that wrong, please. We're so let sorry. Me know. Yeah, I'm sorry. But I that's I that's how what I've always learned about it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's like party party and then like all right, Celebrate, now we can be sad. Okay, and now like it's our time to like mourn and then back to normal. Yeah. So to speak. Um the next one I have is um we should fast because it's a great opportunity to petition God for a breakthrough or blessing. Um, sometimes what happens during fasting is that it allows our hearts and minds to slow down mm. and like really hear or understand what God's trying to tell us. Um, because we live in such a fast paced life when we fast instead of eating, like if you take that time, like sometimes God tells you to do things that you would never imagine, or he tells you to wait or, like you're giving God the you're giving God the stillness and the opportunity for him to speak into whatever it is that you're asking for. Yeah. It says here in Acts 13:3 this is the verse we have connected with that mm-hmm. thought. Then after fasting and praying they laid their hands on them and sent them off. This is about uh Barnabas and Saul sent off. So people prayed over them after fasting and yeah, because they were about to like do all these crazy things, yeah. <laughs> which they probably didn't know of. But it is like a, um, like you said in the beginning, like we fast sometimes when we're about to make a big decision, yeah, because we can get wrapped up in the actual choice that we need to make that we mm. miss what God's actually asking us to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Did you read the fourth one? I haven't even read the third one. Oh. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I, like, jumped around. I totally did. I was... <laughs> seeing if you're keeping up with my brain. Well, clearly not. Um, 
we fast to repent. Mm-hmm. Um, fasting can be a whole body apology or kind of turning from like your sin when yeah. you've sinned against God. Um, I think that just, I think there's something beautiful about repenting. And we've talked about before, like re- repenting is different from guilt and shame. Like mm-hmm. you're free from that, but acknowledging that before a holy God usually what happens is that God then has the opportunity to speak into mm-hmm. the guilt and shame right. that you're yeah. feeling. I was just going to say, and it's not like a punishment. You're not like, right. Oh, I'm repenting. Okay. I need to go punish myself. No. It's not, it's not that type of discipline. It's a discipline in the way that like you're leaving space for God to speak to you. And, you know, and a lot of times it's like, it's allowing that time to get to the core of the reason mm. of why you sinned or, Cause it's because we sin so much. It's easy to just be like, "Ugh, I too bad. I did it. Sorry. And then like again and again. But when you slow down, you're like, Oh, I keep sitting in this way because of X, Y, Z. And I missed it because I've been Mm. so like in a hurry to just move on. Right. It slows you like you slows you down. down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy what happens when like when you're fasting and you're hungry, like, it's you've heard of being hangry yeah like it's true like your real emotions come out your real thoughts and feelings are exposed just want a piece of bread with an egg in it <laughs> from the sand, <laughs> the sand. <laughs> i'm gonna have to see a video of this it's I, so weird i'm to gonna imagine. show you i promise you it's good okay it's cool um yeah, yeah. we also fast to empathize stand and empathize with those in need um not only like with people who suffer with starvation and poverty but with anyone like mm-hmm. one of my favorite things is when someone's making a big decision or they're struggling with something and they're like would you fast with me to pray to get clarity on this like mm-hmm. i hate using the word magical but something magical happens when like you fast communally commune yeah really it's a hard one for me it's a hard one period yeah i think you got it right yeah so it's it's a hard no it's a really like cool things happen because it's like oh my gosh god told me this and then they're like no way that's exactly what he told me or like it it provides like an extra layer of like clarity from god or being like you got it all wrong right or there's this something I think special it also holds it, people there's more accountability yeah, yeah more accountability there mm-hmm. and so you have more check-ins and it's like okay during my fast did i pause like or was i just filling my time with other things that i wouldn't remember how hungry i am yep because that's what ends up happening yeah. a lot of times when i try to fast it's like well i'm not eating lunch i have a whole other hour to work or right. i have a whole other hour or whatever to, to do whatever or the done. whole day it's like well i don't have to worry about it today yeah even though i accidentally do that all the time i'm like oh i guess i should eat today yeah yeah <laughs> i see you the other day yeah You're like ah uh-huh. i haven't eaten anything well it was just bam 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 and it was like oh my gosh it's 2 p.m and i'm like then it's the struggle it's like do i eat now or do i just wait and eat for dinner do i do a dinner but then i'll be hungry it's a whole thing it's a whole thing <laughs> it's, yeah. a whole thing. it's a whole thing but that's not the point right, but like that's the whole point is like what i was trying to say is when you have that added accountability it it just holds you more accountable to it does. pause and to be like okay. and that's with anything like yeah it's 
when you are I don't even know how to phrase this words are hard when you share something with someone and you're both doing it if you're like me you even if you don't want to do it you do it because you're like well I I told this person that I was doing it and I feel like it's almost like I'm keeping my end of the bargain but that's what accountability that's is the definition of accountability okay i was trying to define <laughs> accountability okay is harder than i mean that. i don't know that that's the actual definition of accountability you heard it here first much. it's <laughs> the real definition i just word that vomited one's not in my bible but that's what it is i'll send it in <laughs> okay thanks. um but yeah it's it's really cool and i recommend you don't have to do a whole day if you've never fasted but it's pretty amazing what happens. And yeah. I think, at least for me, this is a practice I forget about mm-hmm. because I already don't eat. Right. <laughs> you naturally do intermittent fasting. Yeah, guys. I invented it. <laughs> Just kidding. I did not. Um, so. Something about how to fast. You already kind of did I that. I already kind of did that. But the significant thing about when you fast is to ask to ask why and make sure that you know your reasons before you don't just be like i'm gonna fast today yeah like i'm not saying that won't be fruitful but like having a why is important like Mm. i am fasting to ask god to give me clarity about this or Mm -hmm. i am fasting because i've been feeling this way i need god to help me not feel this way or whatever it may be right um that's all i have on fasting well there's a couple things just like the Bible says to like not pray for show, I think it's important to note don't fast for show. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not intermediate fasting. Yeah, but it's but not even just dieting. Just like you'd be like, oh, I'm fasting for clarity on this, and then every time you go, you, you know, you go out for lunch with a friend, and you're like, oh, I can't eat because I'm fasting for clarity. Like it's that time of fasting, other than having an accountability partner or someone mm-hmm. you're doing it with for that purpose doesn't mean you you should go around and be like i'm fasting and be boastful about it it doesn't make you any more holy the point is not to glorify what you're doing the point is to connect (laughs) but it's so i fasted what did you do yeah it's like it's lunchtime was everyone went for lunch i'm not doing anything because i'm fasting just be like i'm good like you don't need to share with everyone that you're fasting for certain you know like right and if you're fasting and you have a scheduled if you scheduled a lunch and you knew you were fast like don't don't do that like (laughs) Just don't. Just change the date of, or don't choose that day to fast. Right. Change it to a day you don't have a lunch meeting. If you have lunch meetings every day, just be like, I can't. I just, I already ate. Yeah. I forgot. Like I'm good. Yeah. Right. It doesn't need to be announced to the world. Right. Um. One more thing I do want to read from John Mark Comer's book, and I thought this was super interesting because I had the same opinion that I'm going to read to you right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Is it any wonder that when Jesus went toe-to-toe with the devil, he was fasting? Right? In fact, it was after 40 days of fasting. It's easy to misinterpret the story. I did it for years. I also did this for years. I took it to mean that the devil waited till Jesus was exhausted and weak to make his move. But this is a gross misunderstanding of the the reciprocal relationship Yeah, between fasting and spiritual power. For 40 days in, Jesus was at the height of his spiritual power and was able to wisely discern the devil's lies and dismiss temptation with adroit skill. I don't know that I would use the word adroit. Wow. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. So Big um, words today. Says, he says this, such is the potential of fasting. Yeah, and what's crazy about that is that you've heard, like I'll give this example, 
when you close your eyes and you taste something, mm-hmm. you can taste it a little better because it's like sensory deprivation. deprivation. Mm-hmm. You're or, using your other senses. Yeah, or yeah. if it's like when you listen to a song and close your eyes, you can hear more things. Mm-hmm. Or if you if you can't smell and you try it, probably won't, like if you try food, it won't taste like anything. And that's what happens, like depriving one of your main sources of energy and power, like allows you to open yourself up to like God's power and God's energy. And it's just very different. Yeah. That's cool. I always thought that though, too. I was like the devil tempted him when he was his weakest. No, he was at his like most. most. He was the sh- sharp, like in my head, I'm like, he, that's when he was his sharpest. Yeah. Because he was he so attuned with what, yeah. yeah, he was so attuned with like God's will was and the purpose of 40 days in the wilderness, which was to prepare him for his ministry. Yeah, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Right, it, he, he did that in preparation mm-hmm. for beginning his right. ministry. That's cool. Jesus is the best. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it here first. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully not. Cool. cool. Well, that was good. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Heather. Yeah, you're welcome.